Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Happy Sunday after buzzers. We are watching Botch Season 4, Episode 1, and we're talking the biggest boobs in Europe, Breast made of burritos and the big beak. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey everyone, so today we are at the season premiere of Season 4, Episode 1 of Botch. And before we get into it, I want to introduce my gorgeous co-host, starting with Stacey. Hi, everyone. I'm Stacey Olivas, and you can find me at Twitter, at Stacey Olivas, and at Instagram, um, Stacey underscore Olivas. Hi, everybody. I am Juliette. You can find me at Bonjour Juliette. And I'm Anissa Barr. You can find me on all social media sites with Anissa Barr with three R's at the end. So we are playing our signature song, Mm -hmm. I'm a Barbie Girl in a Barbie World. And today's episode, we started off with Martha Big, and we're actually going to talk about her at the end because there's just so much to talk about on that topic. So we're actually going to start off with Flame, and mm-hmm. well, ladies, what were your thoughts on Flame? Oh my gosh, I loved him. I thought he was awesome. I think it was really cool how he was like, I'm a mom, I'm a dad, I'm a everything to my kids, and my kids come first, and it was really cool how he's like a comedian, and he also does like a drag show. I loved that so much. I was He was very entertaining. He definitely was entertaining, but he was also had so much confidence, as you yeah. were saying, and mm-hmm. listing all these things that he does, but those are more like his accomplishments, and he was all about no labels, no labels. Yeah. I liked it, too, um, as well as how he's just, he's not... He's not. He's straight, but then again, he likes le- big, muscular les- lesbian women. So I'm just all confused. But then again, <laughs> it's a different personality, yeah. and I like it. I mean, I love it. Actually, Happy Father's Day to Flame since it is yes. Father's Day today. <laughs> and I absolutely love the fact that he was a father before everything else. So mm-hmm. he said he was a father by day and drag queen by night, which I think is incredible. Um, and as you girls had said, there was no label behind it. And you know, he was here on this episode. He had obviously had a botched job on his boobs. And the funniest part to me was that he had them done in Mexico, which is nothing wrong with having them done in Mexico, <laughs> but that he said that his breasts were filled with burritos. What are your guys' thoughts? Would you guys ever go get uh, a plastic surgery outside the country? I don't know. Like, I've heard some crazy things. Like, I've heard that people that I know have gotten surgery in Mexico and had, like, a great experience. But I think also they knew where to go. So I feel like if you're from Mexico, maybe it'd be a little bit easier to know exactly where to go. But And I understand with that because my mom had surgery in Mexico. It was, like, her best friend's brother, who is a surgeon, did a phenomenal job with my, with my mom. But I was very, very against, very against it, as well as doing any type of but she was, yeah. It was just like, are you sure? You're not sure? Okay. I think that's a good rule regardless of where you go, mm-hmm. especially if it's a foreign country. It's just really do your research, ask for second opinions, and mm-hmm. really go at it with a game plan. Yeah. Kind of yeah. So I believe what they called what he had was a double bubble um, definity. And then when they actually went in and did the surgery, they noticed that one of the breast implants had ruptured. And in that scene, it was just absolutely disgusting when yeah. they were pulling it out and just the whole procedure. How do you guys think it turned out, ultimately? I personally thought that the way he pulled uh, the implant out, it looked like gelatin to me. And I was just like, oh, look, it's like 
sticky glue all together. But that's something that you need to do every year if you have breast implants. Like, have a mammogram. You make sure you get that checked, especially with implants, because that does happen. It does get popped. And I know I have a few family members who have gotten their breast implants, and they go tell me all the time, oh, I have to go get this done and this done. I'm like, well, then why would you guys do it? Do that to yourselves. Like, your body's great. Your body's great. But then again, some people want it because... Because they have the money and they can do it, or some because it makes them feel confident. And with that, what he with uh, him having the impl- implant, it just felt like sticky glue. And I'm I'm just glad that he's okay. Yeah. Because that could have been a whole situation right there. It looked like slime. They're just taking mm-hmm. out chunks and chunks, and that whole segment with like just the camera shots, and they're super close, and they're showing holes and blood, and <laughs> I just the whole time a lot of us were just kind of squinting and looking away. And I'm setting a set for, uh, a goal for myself where like, for the fans I need to get, at the end of the season I want to be able to watch like no matter what so we can give you guys a really mm-hmm. good review because I I did squint a little bit but <laughs> it was a lot. So I think the most interesting part about Botched um, it's now four seasons in is that they're there to help people. People commonly go mm-hmm. to doctors and whether it's just the wrong doctor or they're not spending the you know sufficient amount of money or they're not going to professionals. They go through all these experiences where they can have, you know, a burst implant, infections, and things like that. So it's amazing that Dr. Dubrow and, and Dr. Nassif, they go out of their way to heal these people's right. and sorry, these people. And I always wonder, do people think about the consequences? Like they just want to go in and get surgery, I want to get my nose done, I want to get my breast done. Everybody wants to look perfect, but there are consequences with it. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on, you know, plastic surgery and is it something that you would ever do or something you've done? the money I do <laughs> I, I do it I mean I don't know I think it's well I don't know though I've been I've had surgery before and that was kind of tough after but uh, I, I do it yeah if I if it helped me feel more confident right. or anything like that I would totally do it I'm, I'm in yeah <laughs> yeah I, yeah maybe I would I don't know but you do touch on a really good point that it's these doctors are like the second chance doctors and they're here yeah. it, it's a really tough job plastic surgery in general it's it's surgery you're on it's crazy and on top of it, they have to fix someone's job. It's not like they go in clean and they're like, okay, you want to look like this, we're going to get you there. So a lot of the time they're working with things that is just trying to make, clean up a huge mess. Mm-hmm. So a lot of props to those doctors. I'm yeah. really against plastic surgery. The reason why is because um, my, you know, I've had family members who did it. And then I just question, why would you do that? You know, if you want to do it. You know, if you're, like if your boobs, I get it. It's your boobs. Some girls would want to feel confident, and that's okay. But like, if it's your butt, your stomach, go to the gym and go <laughs> work out and do it. You know, but I mean, if you're doing it for the right, right reasons, sure. But if you're just doing it because you have the money, you want to do it, or because you feel insecure, it's like there's other ways that you could feel confident about yourself than just getting surgery, plastic surgery. But I feel like it's kind of like braces. Like, why get braces? You know, like, I feel like it helps you. It makes you feel more confident about yourself. So why? I mean, if it's to the extreme, then I guess, Mm. like, I wouldn't, I mean, there's a limit to it. But if it makes you feel better and, like, more confident and be able to get out there and, like, enjoy life more, I'm all for it. (laughs) So, you know, my thoughts on plastic surgery has always been everything in moderation. Mm -hmm. Do whatever makes you feel comfortable, whatever you feel, you know, you're accepting of. At least in Flame's case, obviously, um, I forget if he wanted to be, I know he's referred to as a dad, but I I think even the doctors were questioning what he wanted to be first. So we'll just call him Flame. (laughs) So Flame actually made a good point in that he's, you know, they're like, I don't want to take away, I didn't take anything away, I just added. 
So I think that's a beautiful thing. If you want to add something, if that makes you feel more comfortable and you want to have breasts and Flame killed it. At the ending, yes. when he yes. walked out in that like bodysuit and mesh, and like I'm not that confident, but God bless you, Flame, because it looked amazing. No, yeah. he did. He's like, yeah. this is my new body, and yeah. you all get to enjoy it. He it should be awesome. on Roll Paul's Drag Race. Yeah, he's yeah. what I think he should he's do. Really he's honestly yeah. gorgeous, he yeah. and yeah. the cheekbones and everything yeah. were just. And the fact that he's the single father of mm-hmm. three is just, mm-hmm. it's so heartwarming. So the fact that the doctors, yeah. I feel like we're able to even help him is just. He's a happy person. So yeah. you, you see yeah. him stepping out in that dress and his kids are there and they're super supportive. It's just a happy family and you see that. So that's a case of plaxic surgery being good and giving that confidence and just, you know, like, why not? If this is going to bring so much joy and happiness and kids get to see that. They get to see his father extremely happy no matter what he does. It's a beautiful message. So, any final thoughts on Flame before we head to parties? Um, So, he, I'm confused, kind of confused. So, he is a um, heterosexual male or female. I'm kind of confused on that. Well, I think, I don't remember if they actually finalized that. I guess he still referred to himself as a dad and mister. Okay. Um, And then he just said that he wasn't trying to take anything away. He was just adding and that he was into... um, I believe he said lesbians that were more masculine. Okay. That's pretty much yeah. there. There's something I do want to point out um, a little bit. Um, I remember uh, w- they showed his breast, but they covered the um, area of it. But in one of the episodes, the guy got his breast implants because his friend bet him. Oh, bet him, but they showed it, the nipple area. Uh-huh. So I was confused why they covered it in this episode, but last episode, that one episode before, they didn't cover it. So, I think hmm. it's probably the preference of... Um, the person on the TV show, like they oh, might no. ask. Uh, nipples are a big thing, like free the nipple and all that. Like, there's a lot of controversy on what you can show on for TV and what you cannot. Uh-huh. So I, that, that's a very interesting point. Yeah. I don't know with this show, what can you like? A lot of the things they're showing is very graphic. So that's yeah. a really interesting point. On yeah. yeah, unless the patient was like, "Go ahead." I, don't I, I care. think it might be a consent. If it's you said it was on botched as well. Yeah. yeah. So it might be the consent of the mm-hmm. patient, like whatever they yeah. agree upon. Did Did he have big? Breast? Yeah. Yeah, it was like a D size. Oh my gosh. This show never ceased in. I love it. Speaking of big breasts, actually, we're going to get to Martha Big later. Um, So let's move on to Pardis. Pardis was, she referred to herself as having the Middle Eastern nose and said that she had a big beak. And, you know, she went to the struggles. She originally moved off the hump which then elongated her nose and made her look like she had a longer beak. And now she was doing a little bit of correction. What were your thoughts on that? I, I thought she looked awesome after. Like, I thought it was a great surgery. Um, and her nose was kind of, like, upside a little bit, like, crooked. And her nostrils were different, like, sizes a little yeah. bit. So I thought she looked great after. Um, also, like, yeah, I just think she looked great. And she seemed more confident after. And I was all for it. I was, I like, was shocked that she went to do it at age of 14, 15. Yeah. I didn't good. know that you can do that. I mean, I'm sure, of course, with parent consent. Yeah. But... At fourteen and fifteen, those are your ages where you're hitting puberty. You you are gonna you have your awkward stages, and sometimes you will grow out of it. But I am guess in that case, she just wanted right then and there. Because she said she was really teased too. Yeah. Like she was like, "Oh, the kids t- teased me in school and stuff." So mm-hmm. I mean, she made a big yeah. parents. Like, I just to, wonder what her nose would look. Uh, the reason why I don't think she did beg her, her mom is the one who was like, no, do the whole thing. She's like, I just want a little. Her mom was like, no, do the whole thing. Or she well, just wanted the bump off, right? So I think what she'd mentioned in the episode, um, correct me if I'm wrong, is that she said that she wanted to do it at a younger age because she said as she's got older, she didn't want people to like 
not that you, people wouldn't know that she had it done, but actually, you know, um, I'm not technically Middle Eastern, I'm Southeast Asian, but I know a lot of uh, Middle Easterns, and I've had friends that have had that procedure as well, and um, especially in that culture, they do try to get it done a little bit younger. I don't know if that's oh. medically the correct way to do it, because I do believe you still grow and stuff like that, but they get it just done at a younger age, and you know, if I had an insecurity and it was, you know, directly straight on my face, I would mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. I always have a lot of people that ask me, like, don't you get your nose done? And I'm like, no, I never did. But if I needed to get it done, I absolutely would. So I definitely am on the same page as parties. You know, she had her nose fixed and she wanted to make it very subtle. But obviously, yeah. by making it subtle, and, and that's a doctor's negligence. He should have told her, the original doctor, that mm-hmm. by just getting rid of the hump, it's going to ultimately, like, make your long, like your nose look like it's elongated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that doctor probably just looked at dollar signs and was yeah. like, okay. Well, what, okay, so speaking of looking at dollar signs, what, do you, what are your thoughts on the doctor that told her she should get a chin implant instead of fixing her nose? I think it was, like, ego. Like, hey, I'm not going to, I didn't do anything wrong to your nose. Like, I feel like a lot of them might be, like, you know, but did it, a great job. It like, showed a lot of, you know, it was, I was happy to hear that she was, like, and that was it. My mom and I left. There's many people that, there's situations like this every day where people are like, oh, really? I need to get this done? Get this done? And then they leave, and they're completely different people. As a doctor, I feel like it's, such bad practice to even suggest that. That yeah. I agree with that. And as well as if you're a doctor and you're telling someone you need to get this done, this done, and then you go home and you look in the mirror and be like, oh my God, do I really need that? Do like Because someone's telling you that? Oh, I never recognized this about this of myself before. Right. And now it builds more, you know, not less confidence of yourself. Right, because it's her nose again. It's something she's always did not like. Mm-hmm. And yes, she's getting it at a younger age, but it's something that she's always focused on and she knew that she was going to get it fixed at one point. So might as well earlier than later. It's interesting because obviously the doctor didn't want to take accountability. So instead of yeah. saying, you know, I likely should have not just shaved off the top, I should have actually like corrected, you know, the tip. Mm-hmm. He says, you know, you need to get a chin implant. You need your chin to come out more because obviously he's thinking... From like you know a profile perspective, if the chin comes out more, then it will look it won't look as long. But that's just him a looking to make an increased profit, mm-hmm. and then b not taking accountability for his actions. And I think a lot of people don't realize. You know, I've had situations myself. I've I've never actually had like plastic surgery, but I've um, I've dealt with actually some Beverly Hills doctors. <laughs> Thou shall not be named, but they know who they are. Where you know I went to the best doctors that were you know all over social media and had reputable businesses. And they just did as much as they could because at the end of the day, they're looking at the bottom line. They're not looking at you saying, hey, you look amazing as is. They want to make money off of you. So that doctor was literally looking at the bottom line. He wasn't Mm -hmm. thinking that, hey, we need to correct our mistake that we made. Instead, he's telling her she should get a chin implant, which I don't know how that's going to solve anything. If anything, that would make her look, I hate to say this, but more of like a witch if your nose is long and then Mm -hmm. you're bringing out your chin a little bit too. So. It's just, it's just sad that you can't really trust doctors and you really just have to do your research when you guys are exactly. doing procedures. Yeah. And she couldn't, br- I mean, she had like a breathing problem too. Yeah. I, I think he said a deviated septum in yeah, the left. So yeah. She would pull her nose, her cheek mm-hmm. to be able to breathe. Yeah. That's yeah. insane. It's horrible. So I noticed um, with Pardis and then also with uh, Martha, which like I said, we'll talk about at the end because she just was by far the most interesting on this episode. What are your guys' thoughts on like the supportive boyfriend? I've noticed there was two boyfriends um, that were there. Obviously, Flame didn't have anybody with them. He did at the show. But what's your thought on the supportive boyfriend? Is it supporting it? Is it bad? Hmm. I believe it's he was supportive for the right reasons because he did go in with, and helped her and was like, okay, you're, I'm supporting you because this 
something really bad happened to you and now we're here to fix it and I think he just wants to be there to help her every step of the way and that's I think that's what a boyfriend should do is just yeah. to be by their girl, significant other's side and just be there exactly mm-hmm. I think it's the balance of no matter what you look like I love you mm-hmm. and I will forever love you that also means that I respect the fact that you want to change the stuff about you and I support that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're being very supportive, and I like that. I mean, if they, I mean, I've seen previous episodes where they're like, one of them, one of the um, husbands was like, I don't want kids. The lady had bad implants like put in, and he was like, I don't want to. I can't see her. Like, and he like turned around when the doctors had to check her. Like, he doesn't even look at her chest. Yeah. I was like, that is so sad. But yeah. I think these guys like they obviously you can tell on the show like they love their girlfriends and so yeah they seem supportive and I'm all for it I mean I would love I mean I think it's the most important to have somebody supportive in your life especially the person that you turn to for Mm -hmm. love because every little thing that we do to ourselves even myself when we color our hair when we wear makeup get our nails and lashes it's stemming from wanting to look better Mm -hmm. or be better and it's it's ultimately you know an insecurity we might have about a specific thing so I think it's amazing that you know, parties and um, soon we're going to talk about Martha have that support system. I do think there's a fine line, though. I don't agree with a guy that actually will direct a girl on what she should do. Mm -hmm. I think it's good to just be supportive, not make them feel more insecure about their insecurities already, and then kind of just lead them in a very loving and safe place where they can come to you for advice um, and things like that. But I definitely agree that Parties' boyfriend was a great boyfriend, I didn't really hear him giving his input too much, yeah. um, except, which I'm going to ask you guys your thoughts on this, mm-hmm. the part where he says to the dad about her sleeping pattern, he's like, yeah, he's like, she slept so much better. And in my head, I'm thinking, that. what is the dad thinking that he's talking about how she sleeps? Clearly, that means like he's sleeping in the bed next to her. You know, if she comes from a traditional family, that could be questionable. I mean, would your dad want to hear no, your boyfriend so talking awkward. about how you sleep? Yeah, that was would awkward. You? Even just watching that, I felt like it was super awkward. I was like, oh, this is weird. I don't know. I'm European. It's like not a, the, my dad wouldn't care at all. It would just go right over his head. He wouldn't yeah. care if he's saying like, hey, your daughter was like sleeping like, peacefully oh. last night. Yeah, he'd be like, oh, that's great. I'm glad that she got her nose. But like, he, he, yeah. He. I don't know. I wouldn't. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but going back, I do think the fine line stays. Um, about the supported boyfriend. I think there's something... She's enhancing something about herself. She's enhancing her her nose, and it's still her, versus someone who's actually really transforming their body. Those are two major different things. Yeah. It's, it's two different things, but at the same token, any surgery you do, because as we saw at the closing, her nose was still swollen, and um, Dr. Nassif said that it's probably going to be around three months of swelling. So that in itself is a commitment. I think they had to pull... I think they said cartilage out of her ear to put it into her nose. So you're going to have healing in your ears, healing in your nose. And as we saw when she did the whole big reveal, I'm not sure if they mentioned if that was like right after or if that was well, it's a, a 12 couple months. weeks. Oh, it did say 12 it's weeks after. It's a 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. It was 12 weeks after, but I mean, you still see a little bit of swelling. I mean, obviously it's cartilage. It takes longer to heal. So with every procedure, whether you're doing it to correct and not so much to just do extra, you're still, you know, putting your body through a process. Some people can have reactions that are mm-hmm. unforeseen. Or, if I mean, you're under anesthesia. There's people that have died. I mean, there's yeah. celebrities we know whose family members have died while being under anesthesia. So it's it's something so serious to still think about. Is the insecurity worth the procedure? And putting your loved ones through that. Exactly. Because your boyfriend's the one sitting next to you when you have all the bandages and everything. And, like not looking your best and going through that stress of like, oh my gosh, she's going into surgery for something that's not really vital. 
Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's a lot. And I mean, talk about she said she wanted to be low key. If you guys remember, she was like bruised, like all throughout the yeah. eye, like yeah. all down here. That's how it that is when you get a nose job because <laughs> you get bruised. She uh, from what I've researched and stuff, you that's how the process is. You're just very bruised and everything because there's so much stuff being worked in that area. Well, they break bones, don't mm-hmm. they? So, yeah. Because oh. yeah. oh. you guys looked away, but he did the, like use the <laughs> I hammer. I for so. sure. <laughs> I know I know that we're supposed to be like I absolutely love botched. I've been watching it yeah. every single season, but that scene where he took that thing yeah. and he was just banging it. No, I look I kinda looked away because like, I was like Ugh. to me I felt like it was like the passion of Christ where they're like hammering through his hand. I just oh, no. I could not look. Like Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. And then imagine if you go somewhere and all it takes is like someone accidentally like hitting you in the nose or like something like that. And imagine you would have to reconstruct and do everything like all over again. Speaking of, since you just mentioned that, something popped up in my head. Like how like they sleep, how when they sleep, like what if your partner is a wild sleeper and accidentally like hits you or something like something. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of people are you sleeping next to? Nobody. But uh, you know, you know what I mean? Like, people are crazy. Like, no, like, when I was, like, in high school, I, you know, I, I used to sleep in the same bed with my mom because of personal stuff. And I whacked her one day, and, like, she got a bruise on her face. I'm like, how'd you get that? She goes, you hit me. I'm like, oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. Hey, I would sleep next to my mom, too, but I don't like cuddling. So my mom, if she, like, I like my own space when I sleep. Yeah. Anybody else like that out there don't like to cuddle? Thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. Okay, so now... Last but surely not least, we're going to talk about our favorite, which is Martha Big. (laughs) So even though Martha Big was in the intro, we Mm. are going to talk about her now because there's just so much to reflect on and there's so much research that um, Juliet did after the fact, which is pretty incredible. So let's just start off with Martha Big. Mm -hmm. Biggest boobs in Europe... 3,700 cc's, nine pounds each. That's like bigger than a watermelon. When I go to Costco <laughs> and I'm like struggling to pick up the watermelon, I swear to God that watermelon is like only five pounds. I can't imagine what the it's like to hold pain. that. Yeah, oh, right. I was about to say She's that. for sure never, ever, ever gone to the gym and went on a treadmill because I can't imagine like running. Or how do you sleep? Like you sleep. You sleep on your back and yeah. like suffocate you. That'd be well, horrible. What was crazy is the so doctor like, was like, I don't understand how she doesn't tip over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? As, as soon as he said that, I was like, oh my God. And he was legitimately concerned. He wasn't trying to be funny. He was like, I don't understand. <laughs> and oh like the way she sits, like it probably goes on the table, you know, but I'm very appreciative that I have small breasts because <laughs> that's just, that, that scares me. So, I mean, she said, so she wanted, she calls herself Barbie, and hence why we started off the episode with the Barbie Girl song, Mm -hmm. Living in a Barbie World. And the craziest part to me, and I want to know your guys' thoughts on this, she talked about her first procedure, and, you know, she showed how, like, the tubes went in, and, like, she said, I think she said every eight weeks she would, like, add more and add more. She verbatim said, this is when life began. So I just think that's such a powerful statement that to her... She took the moment that she grew her breasts to such an obscene size as the moment that her life began. I know. That's crazy. What's your thoughts on that? I mean, because she was, grew up and she was like, I want to be like a Barbie. So I feel like she had this image in her head like for so long. But then she even said, she's like, I didn't really like the boobs on Barbie. So I went mm-hmm. on bigger. So I don't know. Barbie's I boobs are not that like, big. No. She quote said, Barbie's boobs are boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. I don't 
That is just weird. I don't know. I feel like she probably like is obsessed with it, and it's like it's not big enough. It's not big enough. Oh, definitely. It's like she, when you have blonde hair, you're like it's not mm-hmm. blonde enough. It's not blonde. I enough. <laughs> I wonder what she sees when she looks in the mirror because she doesn't definitely doesn't see. I think what other people yeah. see. I like how she was like, yeah, I was a flight attendant, and then I quit and got bigger <laughs> boobs, and she's just so confident. She's just having fun. And I'm like, well, I, part of me was kind of like, yeah, I want to. Quit my job, get bigger boobs. Like, let's go on this, like, crazy adventure. She's right. doesn't care. It was awesome. Th- this kind of reminded me of a little of, like, a Heidi Montag type of thing where, mm-hmm. like, Heidi wanted her bo- boobs bigger, like, letter H size because of Heidi. But, like, I feel like with what she had in her little, in her boobs, like, yeah. I was confused. Like, what was that? Was it, like, she put injections inside? So I think what she said is, like, the tubes, because this is what, what I was wondering is how you even stretch your skin out like that. Your skin yeah, would obviously yeah. react. So I believe what she said she was doing is, so the tubes would, every few weeks or every eight weeks or something like that, it would just release a certain amount. And that's how she was gradually stretching it. I just want to know how that's even humanly possible. But then right. again, we can stretch our stomachs out. Like I've seen girls give birth to like yeah. how is that, five but, kids and how that, that thing safe? stretches out to here. Like the Octomom, like right? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's not safe though. Like how is no. that safe putting like in inje- or is it sailing? I don't know. I don't know too much. She, it was a tube, though. I feel like the tube yeah. was, like, yeah. pumping it in. And what's sad is, like, I've oh. seen that tube and in, in people before, and they were using it for cancer treatment. Yeah. So it's it's unfortunate that, you know, there's people around the world that suffer from that, and they're using it for, like, chemo. And then you have her who's sitting there trying to pump her breast to be 3,700 cc's, which I think Dr. Dubrow was, like, in disbelief. He was like, there's no way... Um, you know, that your boobs are that big. So following her boobs, because we talked enough about her boobs, I know there's a lot to talk about. (laughs) So she also had liposuction, she said, which they took out about 4,400 cc's, which then the doctor said she should in turn use Mm -hmm. um, to fill her butt. Mm -hmm. And obviously she didn't do that because she threw the fat out. What are your guys' thoughts on her wanting to balance out to have an even-sized butt to her boobs? Her boyfriend taking those pictures was just, like, the most disturbing thing of the whole episode. <laughs> and we saw blood. We saw gush coming mm-hmm. out of breast. Like, and that was still the most disgust, disturbing thing to me. Why is that? He was just... <laughs> I don't know. Well, <laughs> he was just there and just, like, taking pictures of her. He was like, oh, yes, that's nice. That's nice. And he oh. just... His reality seemed so completely off. Mm. And I think that's why they're perfect Like, like a fantasy other. type of thing? Yeah. Mm. He was just on Do another planet, man. Do you think it's career, though? Like, do you think she did that for her career? Like, it's like her what was her, what is her career? She's like a glamour model, right? Like, she's like a model, isn't she? Isn't she? I think it's, she's like. like one of, what's the exact definition of a model? Are we going by? <laughs> Definitely not like high fashion or any kind of yeah, magazine. Uh, yeah. I think she's one of those people, just reality starlets, yeah. who is known for you know Guinness World, World's of biggest boobs, and that's just kind of I don't know how financially that really works, but that's her brand at least. Well, yeah, I mean, she was so proud of being known as the girl with the biggest boobs in Europe. I mean, I don't know what kind of you know an accomplishment that is but I mean listen if that's what makes her happy absolutely I just I can't imagine how she's not going to get some kind of like skin poisoning from her skin being stretched out that much Mm -hmm. or um, things like that what I did think was the funniest scene was when they were filling up the water balloons at first I was like there's no way they're going to fill up the water balloons but she just wanted to see what it looked like Mm -hmm. and in this case this is where I kind of think the boyfriend is crossing the line um, even though I really liked his Borat impersonation when he's like, I like it very much. <laughs> I liked his impersonation, but I think this is the boyfriend that crosses the line. How did you feel about her boyfriend and the matching blue and pink top and matching hair and <laughs> matching everything? What were your thoughts on the boyfriend? He's interesting. I think yeah. he's kind of interesting. And their voice, yeah. I, I thought it was just odd. Just the, odd. The, the couple kind of <laughs> reminds me of like, 
uh, Ken and Barbie, but from but like the op- like the the Ken and Barbie you the don't want to be. Yeah, right. <laughs> like you don't want to be. But the thing is, like, I don't like that he was encouraging it. I don't like he was like, "Come on, let's do it. Let's do it bigger. Let's do the." Bl-. I'm surprised the below the water balloons didn't even pop. I know because <laughs> he was like stupid. shoving in there, and I'm like, dude, how deep can you go? Like, my goodness, <laughs> I do like, have to disagree just because. <laughs> You have to keep in mind that they've been together since high school. Is that oh, what they're yeah. saying? Yeah, oh, that's a so long she. Time. That's a long time. She was a flight attendant. They worked as a flight attendant together. She's gone through so many transformations, and I think he, in a way, is just a really loving partner who's been with her throughout all those steps. So he's encouraging her, but he's just encouraging her in her journey, as crazy as it might be. That is love. Yeah, I wonder what he looked like before. Like in the uh, like the pilot area. I think he just got fat. I feel like he. I, I, oh my god. I feel bad saying this, but I feel like he had some work done. He didn't. He, he looked like he could have. Yeah. I, I like like his face or something. It didn't move a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's just he just had injections or whatnot, but it looked like he's had work done. Mm-hmm. I don't like, know if it was like surgical face? or just injections. Yeah. Oh. Maybe. He seemed he seemed sweet. He just seemed like he went along with her a little yeah. bit. Like, yeah. Kind of like more passive, like just like okay, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, he was just like. My thoughts on him, of of course. I mean, I I absolutely love the pink and blue matching tops. I thought it was super cute. I'm sure they did that for the the show, obviously. Um, and I love the fact that he was supportive. Like I said earlier, it's so good to have a supportive mate. But I think she's obviously crossing the line of doing stuff in moderation to like enhance herself, and it's just she's kind of lost her perception on what looks normal. Yeah. And I think that him even supporting her, whether it's what she wants or not, is ultimately having a negative effect on her because she needs to have an intervention. Clearly having boobs that are 3,700 cc and wanting to have, you know, butt implants, it's just, it's a bit too much. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what she would possibly wear. I don't know what would fit her. I don't know what kind of a realistic lifestyle that is. And I think um, when she had the um, the doctor's appointment, the second one, not the one that's down table, they actually put those two um, saline implants and she's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, it's like sitting on rocks. Well, I mean, what did you expect? You're mm-hmm. putting in mm-hmm. material, like a foreign material into your body that doesn't belong in your body. What did you think was going to happen? Honestly, mm-hmm. I think that is why the doctors didn't really, they kind of stopped it there. They didn't give her alternative measures for her to increase her, her buttocks because <laughs> I think that that's what they were seeing. They're like, too much is too much and they yeah. were just... There was nothing too fixed. Mm-hmm. She was she just wanted butt implants, and they were like, we don't... I feel like they didn't want to operate on her, honestly. Yeah. I, I feel like they see this often. If you see, like, previous, like, seasons, it's like these people come in, and they have, like... They're obsessed with, like, plastic surgery. They start yeah. getting obsessed with it, and they see that, and they're like, no. They're, like, mm-hmm. already, like, nope, nope. They just want to help. I feel like they want to help. They truly... Like, in their hearts, just want to help their patients. They're not, like, trying to just, like, make money off them or just, you know, become more popular. I feel like they're really in it to, like, help well, them. Well, these doctors so, also yeah. have a reputation. Like, yeah. they're on a network television. They're, they fix people. They're the botched doctors. And it just seemed like it was a case that it was just not worth their while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, speaking of, like, this extra curvaceous body that Martha Big wanted, I've obviously seen, I'm sure you guys have seen, too, there's this huge trend. You see all the Instagram videos of them showing, like, how it's done. Where people are, you know, virtually taking out their fat and then injecting it um, into their rear end. Mm -hmm. And that's something that Dr. Dubrow and Dr. Nassif actually had recommended for her to do with her fat had she not already, like, discarded it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's interesting. I just want to know your girl's thoughts on it that it's something that's becoming so common. It's I go on my newsfeed and I literally see, like, like, fat being sucked out. And then they show, like, how they kind of, like, put it back in. (laughs) And is this a fad? Are people... Is this something that people think looks beautiful long term is it just a fad and like 
what's ultimately the repercussions? Because how do you get that fat back out? I feel like the Kardashians started that. Like, I feel like Kim Kardashian kind of, like, started that whole trend. Or, like, on, you know. I mean, they'll never admit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like, I mean, it just seems like it. Yeah. We've become, like, Play-Doh. Literally. Our bodies have, not ours specifically, but, you know, that's what it is. All those surgeries. But, yeah, I don't know. At the same time, who are we to judge? If it's going to make you happy, do it. If you have the money, also do it, which is a big thing. So, with that, I think you also have to get a tummy tuck as well if you're going to take uh, out fat and put it in your butt. That's what I have read a lot, oh too. Really? But, there's, oh, wow. but there's one thing I, that was interesting what he, um, her boyfriend said was, I like the American women's butts. And it's like, really? I'm an American. I don't have that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this is interesting. So I thought that kind of showed the wrong message, too, because you don't want a little girl to watch the show you know, when they're, like, 12, 13, and be like, oh, my gosh, this is what an American person should have. Like, it's a total you know? Trend. Yeah. My, my thoughts on just every procedure as a whole is just whatever makes that individual happy. You know, we're not here to judge people on the procedures they mm-hmm. want to do. My thoughts more so on especially this sculpting thing that everyone's doing is the adverse effects. Like, right now, it's the cool thing to do. Like, everyone's doing the, the brow blading where they, like, cut your brows and mm-hmm. they do, like, the... It's microblading. Called like the microblading. Yeah, yeah. So everyone does microblading, but at least microblading, I think it only lasts like a year or something like that. It's or like temporary. Like, it's temporary, eight mm-hmm. months. Um, and then you have something like this where it's something that's so common that everybody's doing, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, it's to each their own if it's something that makes them happy, but what's the ultimate effect? You can't go backwards. Like, is there now a reverse trend for it? Yeah. Like, how do you yeah. then suck the fat back out? Right. Like, what's, well, what's the end goal here? Because yeah. every trend is going to die. Like, remember how back in the 90s, like, the trend was thin eyebrows. Now everyone has fuller, beautiful eyebrows. Yeah. yeah. And they're getting fillers in. Yeah. And the girls from the 90s, they some, they're now getting the ni- micro braids because you, they don't have you know, eyebrows. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't have no eyebrows. Like, exactly. every trend's going to change. And it's, it's, being Just aware crazy. of that before yeah. you make a crazy commitment mm-hmm. like this. Yeah, definitely. Because we're like big boobs, like really big. No, it's In, like all about the butt. Yeah. Isn't it? The like, 90s were all about blonde, blonde. Panama Anderson. <laughs> Let's put it that way. No, yeah, and even like injectables, like when you get your lips injected or anything like yeah. that, or you do fillers, like they're temporary. There's ways to like dissolve it. Like how do you dissolve your own fat? Like you can't dissolve fat. I mean, maybe... At some point, they'll make, like, a laser that dissolves fat, but it's just... you do another liposuction of some sort, can't you? If you inject... Aren't liposuctions, like, you're getting rid of fat? Yeah, but I feel like it wouldn't be even, like, you get, like, rippled out. Yeah. So, um, Julia, you said you did some research on where Martha Big is now. Exactly. Well, uh, because she claimed she was the biggest breast in Europe. I'm like, hmm, let's see if that's really true. As soon as I Googled her, in April of this year, I believe, she has gotten way more surgeries since this episode was shot. So first off, her lips are really, really big, and she's gotten some um, skin injections, which I didn't even know was a thing. Oh my god. Yes. Do we have a picture of that? Do we have a photo? Thank you, Anthony. Um, Our engineer is going to show us some pictures. She looks so brown, and she did an interview with her boyfriend, and her boyfriend said, oh, there she is. Wow. She looks Gosh. just like burnt toast, but in a good way. She looks like the tan mom. See, I'm going back to what I was saying. He's, like, advocating her doing yeah. these things. Her boobs look even bigger than in the episode. In this. Oh, yeah, I feel they like do. A, yeah, I mean, I feel like her face like, is reacting to, like, whatever she, she did. It doesn't look natural. She like, doesn't look like her. Like, her, no. just looks, she looks different. Like, her <sighs> face looks discolored. Like, she not looks even like the, that, that yeah. tan mom. 
Did they, did we have a clip of what Has happened to her going? rear end? Did she end up getting a rear end? I don't think she has, no. Oh my, oh god. my gosh. They yeah, look like <gasps> bowling balls, but times two. Or five. You guys, my heart goes out for her. Yeah. I don't. Because when isn't enough enough? She's yeah. such a sweet, on her yeah. interview, she was such a sweet girl. I mean, her husband, not her husband, her boyfriend is also extremely sweet. It's just, to get to that point that you've completely transformed the way you look, I just, my heart goes out for those people. I mean, yeah. she... Her definition of beauty is, is kind of saddening. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was a, a, a beautiful girl when she did the pilot and everything, and then this all changed. I mean, she's... Sweetheart at heart, you know, bless her heart, man. <laughs> well, whatever floats yeah. your boat. Yeah. I, I mean, that. so we don't, de- we definitely don't want to end off the show on a bad <laughs> note. Um, we're extremely excited to see um, all the new botch surgeries coming up. Mm-hmm. It's only episode one. We've got tons of episodes left. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. And before we tune out, we're going to go down the row. Um, if you guys want to tell everybody where they can find you on social media and what you're looking for, like what's your ultimate surgery that you're looking for this season? Um, I'm Stacey Olivas. You can find me on social media at Stacey Olivas and on Twitter and then and on Instagram at Stacey underscore Olivas. I'm excited. There's like an upcoming episode and the lady has upside down butt implants and it just looks crazy. Like I'm like, oh, <laughs> cringe worthy butt. Oh my gosh. I want to see it. Well, talk about the girl, Martina, with burnt toast skin. We saw in a preview, this one girl has purple skin. Oh, yeah. So that is just like, I didn't even (laughs) imagine that was possible. That is next level. I cannot wait to talk about that episode. In the meantime, you can follow me on Instagram at Bonjour Juliette. And I'm very excited for the next upcoming. I hope um, everyone who's got botched surgeries come out beautiful, bigger, and more confident in themselves. My name is Anissa Barr. You can follow me on all social media sites at Anissa Barr with three R's at the end. And I am Lena Nori. You guys can find me on Instagram at Lena Nori and Twitter at Lena Nori underscore. And I'm just going to be so excited to see absolutely any surgery that helps people out there. But I'm not going to lie. I am looking forward mm-hmm. to the purple girl. I have no <laughs> idea why she's purple, if it's permanent, if it's she wants to be purple, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. And I also want to say a very special happy Father's Day to Dr. Dubrow and Dr. Nassif as well. So happy Father's Day to you both. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 